Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code POOL at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code POOL at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code POOL. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. What is going on, everybody? This is episode 152 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett. I'm here with my co-host. Please introduce yourself. Hi, Crisis Actors. It's Mary. How you doing today? I'm doing well. I'm a little lethargic because I just had a milkshake, but <laughs> I'm hanging in there. When we were getting ready for the show, Mary says they get post-milkshake and french fries, Mary. Yep. <laughs> I'm not at my best performance, but you take what you can get, okay, guys? We, we do what we can do here. That's the best we can. That's the best yes. we got. And we have a guest host today. Yo. Today's. What's Introduce up? yourself, sir. What's up? I am Shane Cashman. I'm the host and author of Tales from the Inverted World, and um, I'm hijacking this show right now <laughs> no! because I need you guys to subscribe to both Pop Culture Crisis oh. Oh, and Tales from the, the Inverted big, World. The bigger you person, huh? Come back now. Um, we we are we're neck and neck right now, guys. We are we are both at uh, 29.9 K here yeah. on YouTube. So if you are not subscribed to Pop Culture Crisis and you're somehow watching this, please go. First, make sock accounts just to them. subscribe to us. <laughs> no, break should, YouTube I, rules look, by making alternate accounts. And I subscribing. I want you guys to win. You guys do Buy five videos bots. a day, and I will have a hundred thousand in in like two weeks. So, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. No. 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 Uh, but basically, it is is like uh, we've small been, victories. Yeah, we, we've been having a little thing at the office here because we were both sitting at twenty nine point nine k, and uh, Shane has to be the bigger person, whereas Mary is very much out to I like win. It. Uh, I like and it. I'm uh, and I'm trying to be both at the same time. I have that I'm, fire in my belly. She, <laughs> I just that's want French fries. That's actually French fries. Yeah. No, they're actually whoever oh. doesn't get thirty first, they're they're firing. So please, guys. <laughs> No. I have children to feed. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's just blackmail. That's just emotional blackmail. Gosh, you have that's to do not it now. fair. Um, yeah. He uh, starts with the humble brags <laughs> and then you. goes right Look, in with that the That person dagger. who just gave you money actually subscribed to Tales from the Inverted World. Um, Everyone unsubscribe from the <laughs> Inverted World. <laughs> no, it's a win for all of us because we've, we're creating, I, like I said last time, the counterculture. And this is part of it. So I'm stoked that there's 60,000 people between us. No, that's or maybe there's some overlap, but oh, there's, you know, there's whatever a, it is, you know, we're even if it's, we have the same 30,000 people, that's amazing yeah, to me. We are very we lucky. That. Yeah, we are very lucky. Uh, I, I made the joke earlier. I says I'm going to unsubscribe from inverted world just so <laughs> that I can uh, make sure to have one less so that we can get to 30, 31st. But we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today, guys. We are going to talk about uh, the 
all too predictable but oh so annoying uh, announcement about the, the upcoming James next James Bond iteration, which is about two years away in their comments from Barbara Broccoli, who Mary told me she didn't think that was a real thing. She said there can't actually be a person named Broccoli. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Uh, and you that, were like, actually, it's... What did you say? I said Broccoli. I said Broccoli. I was like, you cannot be serious. I'm done. Rococo. You got to put. Yep. Oh. Yes. Yes. Uh, But uh, I said uh, Barbara Broccoli. Uh, Mary didn't believe that that was an actual person, but it is an actual person. That's like, wasn't that Doug's girlfriend on the cartoon? Like, I might as well just go around calling myself Mary Asparagus. (laughs) That's perfect. I like it. I like it. We're going to call you Mary Asparagus from now on. Uh, We got that. We are going to talk about the creator of Friends and literally. uh, paying reparations. Uh, it sounds insane, but I'm not. I'm not. Not kidding. The 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 the, uh, the creator of Friends uh, bending her knee, uh, bending the knee at the altar of like mm. modern day progressive values. It's it's very funny. Perfect. Uh, we got that, and then we're going to talk about uh, Machine Gun Kelly, Dove Cameron, Disney people, and what I believe is the exploitation of uh, mental, uh, if not mental illness, then uh, people that are at struggling with their mm-hmm. mental health, mm-hmm. uh, and how Hollywood likes to both virtue signal about mental health while also simultaneously promoting people who don't exactly exude the best values while inflicting the mental suffering yes. on yeah. people in They're industry. a feedback loop yeah. of <clears throat> depression. They exactly. feed off of it. We got we got that. We got a bunch of other stuff in Podluck. So if you guys are ready, we will just get right into it. Mary, are we ready? We're ready. Shane, I'm so ready. Pop culture crisis first. Subscribe now, quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it says next James Bond will be a reinvention with no actor in the running yet. The main word that you see there, of course, guys, is reinvention because nothing can be left. Thank you. Nothing on earth can be left as it was. Everything has to be uh, redesigned and uh, and changed for modern culture because mm. you're not allowed to have your heroes and keep your heroes or your icons or your uh, the things that were once uh, you know the kind of the foundation of our of our popular culture it all has to change are we sure that that is what they mean by reinvention though because it seems like you're just assuming the worst i'm assuming the worst Uh, what do you think what would you say it means i mean they have to in a way reinvent him every time they recast him right for sure Um, like a doctor who the the in, in my opinion the the main characteristics of that character should never change uh, he should be a ladies' man. He should be uh, the guy. The idea is that the guys want to be him, the girls want to be with him, so, and that should never yes. that should never alter. Uh, but the character, I, the character should stay the same. We also, don't want to reinvent the character. Who do you guys think is so the best much. one? Uh, uh, this guy, Daniel Craig, uh, Pierce Brosnan. But that's nah, like, only because of GoldenEye. The, the Nintendo sixty four game was he a good one? No, GoldenEye Daniel is Craig. a fantastic movie. Nah, he's all right. GoldenEye is a fan. He's wrong. He, don't subscribe to Inverted World. He's wrong. <laughs> the tension is already <laughs> rising. Uh, no, okay. I so, love it. Um, also, is this Sean Connery one of them? He's really yes. good. I, I believe yeah. I remember yeah. um, he had the most problematic one, so he's my favorite. Problematic to who? All of them. Today's standards? Today's standards, yeah. yeah. All oh, yeah, of them yeah. are problematic. I mean, Even Daniel Craig yeah. has one where he basically forces himself. Uh, that one was creepy even by yeah. Bond standards. He, yeah, he did uh, a lot of masculinity. In, in Skyfall. Oh, I mean, he doesn't force himself on a woman, but it's definitely not something that modern culture would consider what acceptable. What year was that? 2012. That's surprisingly recent. recent. Yep. Yeah. So it says uh, the hunt to replace Daniel Craig as the next James Bond is uh, is one of the most fever- feverishly speculated rumors in Hollywood, and it doesn't look like we're getting an answer anytime soon. James Bond producer uh, Barbara Broccoli recently revealed that it would be at least two years before they start shooting the next 007 film, and explained that the producers haven't even begun to search for a replacement for Daniel Craig yet, as they want the next movie to be a reinvention yes. of Bond. Yes. I hope it's Tyler Perry. Uh. <laughs> 
please. Um, the, the first female Bond. <laughs> that, see, but that was already that was already a thing that they were talking about because of the way they marketed uh, No Time to Die right. because of uh, Lashana Lynch's character in that movie, which, by the way, was all very uh, overblown. The 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 kind of pushback on that. The movie was fine. I didn't it, see it yet. It, it was it was fine. Uh, it's one of those ones where I remember almost nothing from it, but yeah. I don't remember it being annoying or offensive right. in any it's way. It's funny because Skyfall is one I do remember very well. Yeah. Like, it's visually stunning. Yes, Skyfall is a beautifully beautiful. shot. Mu- yeah. I mean, if the you like everything to great. be in, in shadow and, and lots of uh, silhouette. Which for, I do. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, of course, art house, uh, art house style. Inverted world people. It, subscribe now. <laughs> it's going to go on all show. All show. It says, nobody is in the running. Barbara admitted to Deadline as a star-studded event for the London-based uh, by the BFI, which is like the British Film Institute. We're working out, uh, out where to go with him. We're talking that through. There isn't a script, and we can't come up with one until we decide how we're going to approach the next film because uh, it really, it's, an invent- it's a reinvention of Bond. Now, when they made No Time to Die, what they did is uh, around this time, uh, people started whining. Meh, 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 meh. James Bond is uh, a toxic masculinity, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they brought in... Uh, a woman named Phoebe Waller-Bridge to do rewrites on it, and it turns Bond into much less of the... You have to admit that the character that Daniel Craig plays is very much different from the Bond of old in that uh, he's... uh, I mean, most of it is he's he's whining over Vesper, and then he gets with the... But is it a reinvention from the former Bond? I don't see it. just a different actor, like just filling the the skin suit of Bond? It sounds like they tried to water down... Yes. Uh, any aspects of Bond that could have been f- just character flaws. Yes. Even. Character flaws are just stepping on the toes of anyone who gets offended too easily. Yep. Yeah. Or know, just taking it. up too much space. Right. He, right. In, he doesn't have to be a per- like. Why do we need him to be a perfect actor? And a perfect is, character, I mean. And this is the line that made me pause, where it says, "We are we are reinventing who he is, and that takes time." I'd like to see the filming in is at least two years is at least two years away. So they want to reinvent who he is, mm. but who he is shouldn't be up for complete reinvention yeah, the, because the he's a static nature character. of his character is the reason that you are able to recast him same with like Sherlock Holmes for example exactly right. if you recast him with a new face and he's a completely different person he ceases to be James Bond mm-hmm. and he becomes a generic spy character number three right uh, and then it reminded me of this old article this is back from uh, right around the time we started this po- uh, this podcast where Ben Winch, uh, Wishaw who plays uh, he plays Q mm-hmm. in the new Bond movie says that he wants Wants a, wants a gay actor to replace Daniel Craig as new James Bond because of course uh, because I, we need Bond boys. They, well, I'm, they, they, he doesn't even necessarily say that that, that James God. Bond has to be a, a gay character because that actually wouldn't make any sense. But what is the point of like just because? Just because? Just it's because? Pride, it's Pride Month. Well, this I, is from I, well, no. This, is, this article's old. Yeah. And I there's I can think off the top of my head. That he mentions one in here, which is Luke Evans, who I actually think could play. James Bond. Uh, he, he was in the Fast and Furious movies. He plays uh, ha, uh, Shaw's uh, younger brother. Uh, but he could do it. The right. other one I thought, uh, the only other ones that really came to my mind was like Wentworth Miller, who would make a great Bond villain, right. in my opinion. Right. Um, but maybe not the best Bond. Okay, but I, I know we were talking about uh, the recasting of the Doctor also. Mm. Um, and I was stressing, like, this has to be uh, a man. Mm-hmm. Because every other iteration of the Doctor has been a man. And he needs to be British because this is a, a central part of the properties that yes. he's British. Right. Um, but like for James Bond, I kind of feel like maybe he has uh, more moldability. To Just, me, this character is a straight 
British male, right? So uh, the idea here is that who he is as a character. Now, as long as they don't change that, I don't care if they hire a gay actor. Oh yeah, no, 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 that's fine at all. Like, is it Luke Evans? I think would be the other one that came yeah. up was Andrew Scott. Andrew Scott right. already played a villain. Uh, well, I guess not really. He played a. He was in. He's already been in the movies. He played right. um, what's his name from Sherlock uh, Moriarty okay. from from Sherlock. Uh, I think that could work, but uh, it's like just the fact that you can already tell that the pressure via Hollywood will be to change him and make him different. I think that I I. I disagreed with the concept of Idris Elba. I, I don't like that. I think he's too old to play the yeah. role. Killian Murphy. I mean, uh, she likes. That, we threw that out there for. That, um, I'm way into that. Um, do, I, I, do we throw that out there for the Doctor too? I think. Well, yeah, you must you, have. Yeah, yeah, there would he be a now that I think about it, better Bond than Doctor. He's a because little, the Doctor little, is supposed skinny. to have like a little bit of a jovial, playful nature. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he's an alien. Is Killian? What is he? He's an Irish guy. Irish. Yeah. You can. I mean, you can. It's an Irish last name, but like they can do British accents. It's fine. I they like have the, the the list here of like the odds on who plays. This is a, a constant thing about odds checker. Like you can see who's in the running to play James Bond. And right now at the top is and I can never pronounce his name. It's not Reggie. It's it's the uh, Gene Page, the guy from Bridgerton. He's uh, he's got the highest odds right now. And that went up as who soon as who cares about Bridgerton people, in real life. Have you ever met someone who's into Bridgerton? No. In never real life? even heard of that. So never so, heard of it. Never. It's basically just trash. Like it's like euphoria, but you put them in Regency gowns. Ex exactly. So uh, he's at <laughs> the top. Now I'm sold. Uh, and, <laughs> and I don't watch euphoria. Either. His name re-entered the top of the conversation. Uh, Henry Cavill had taken over the lead for who was going to play. Henry Cavill should be Bond and Superman. He should at the same time. At the same time in the same movie. Um, is he capable of that? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. He is. Um, <laughs> But uh, Gene Page's uh, odds went up when they when they made the uh, announcement that they were going to reinvent the character. Uh, but I, I don't think Idris Elba would be horrible. I would I, rather see Michael Fassbender than he would be great. Yep. Uh, Tom Hardy is one of my favorite actors ever. Yep. Uh, he I, might be a little too like scruffy. crazy eyed. Yeah. You know? Well, so, and Killian Murphy isn't. Killian Murphy. He's dead eyed. But, no, he's, Killian Murphy has a a he's dead stoic. charm. Stoicism, maybe, <laughs> but I, he's got like the dead look to him too. But like, yeah. he doesn't seem as completely manic as Tom Hardy can be. Yeah, you know, like, and he if doesn't you look have at, like, to Bronson, play the same character no, that he plays in. No, Peaky but Blinders. his eyes are his eyes. And yeah. The other one terrifying. that I was thinking of was um. Uh, okay, so we've got uh, Idris Elba. I, 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 for one movie, maybe, yeah. but he's getting. He's in his late. He's in his mid fifties, uh, or in his fifties. So I think that's a little old to start playing for the character. Yeah. I mean, he's still damn handsome, though. But like, I'm saying, but if the, the idea is to lock him into four movies, oh, he's yeah, going yeah, to be yeah, older yeah. by the time. Yeah. We're also thinking like three years about into the future. True. So he'll You're be. You're signing a contract yeah. for at least like a few movies. Yeah. And then, um, so so. Where, how come how come James Corden isn't on this list? That's what? a that's a good question. <laughs> uh, Please so, no. Please. We're, so, we're we're sending him back. Wait, Cats the musical, but James Bond edition. Boom. So uh, I want to die. Then, um, okay, just, then just make uh, Jason Statham if we have to come up with a random person. Like, yeah. the, no. Well, well, no. James Corden isn't so random. He's British. And then it's just so there was this other. <laughs> right if you're on. British, you're yeah. in the running. Yeah. You're in the running. It's just, so it says fans don't want to wait two years for Henry Cavill to be cast as Bond. I really don't think they cast Henry Cavill as Bond. No. As much as I think they should, no, they they uh, won't. They will not. And that's I don't what I mean think they by. Should, yeah, I think it should be a no name. Sorry. What? I think it should be a no-name. Daniel Craig was like a nobody. No like, was like, you know, yeah. like someone from we don't know of. Uh, I would like to know who people in the chat think would be uh, uh, would be a good would be a good bond because the ones that came to my, to my mind. I liked Damian Lewis. 
um, but he's getting a little old now too, and he's kind of he's, redhead. He, yeah, much. but I don't think we have. Looks, as we know, bond. there are no young actors. He looks more like Daniel Craig to me than. Um, Mm-hmm. Well, you, you you should be cast not because you look like a previous. No, I'm I'm saying I'm trying to think off the top of my head one. of who fits the general facial. Daniel structure. Radcliffe. De- that would be an interesting. He one. could do anything. Look, uh, he could do anything. No, you don't like no, him? No. You're not a Harry Potter fan, or just I'm not a Daniel Radcliffe fan? That's all right. So uh, I still say it's just perfect, go with okay. go with Henry Cavill, even though I know that they won't do it. But I would like to see them do if, it, and I don't know which way they're going to go. If if they're going to reinvent Bond, and I agree, I think I agree with Marion. There's a little more moldability to the bond character because like mm-hmm. every one of these guys have been there mm-hmm. they all have their own ways of playing him some are more mm-hmm. understated some are like way more action-packed but if we believe that reinventing bond means them like kowtowing to the sensitivities mm-hmm. the sensibilities of today who would be a good person for that role mm-hmm. maybe james corden but who else like who no who you see no who, no i just have to say that who who <laughs> who do you see them actually like going after in this world of how they want to reinvent Bond. I, th- I think they want re- the guy from Bridgerton. I, I do think they want him. No. I, see what this guy looks I just, like. I don't understand uh, the hype screen, about some of these shows. I've never met someone who's like, I love Euphoria or like, I love Bridgerton. Well, I don't know if it matters so much if the show's any good, but if, if they're good, then it, you know, well, that's cool. They're, they should shine through and yeah. Yeah. actually like Make stand out as an actor, I yeah. feel. And I haven't, I mean, I haven't watched Bridgerton. I wouldn't subject myself to that. But, yeah. I mean, there are just no worthy young actors these days. Is Ezra Miller British? No. <laughs> Thank goodness. Uh, uh, the, one of that the Super Chats. Uh, uh, I'll just go to one of the Super Chats. says, unavailable ID name says Tom Holland for Geeky Bond. Hey. I mean, I think Tom Holland's a little no. short. He's too, I don't know, Peter Piper picked a pepper. Yeah. Uh, I think he's get if we're gonna do, if we're gonna be funny get Rupert Grint to saying. do it then. Hey, you know he deserves it. Where's he been? Uh, Rupert Grint. Yeah, uh, he has an ice cream truck. Is that what he does? He, no, he, he acts. He's oh, okay. No, but he bought, I like, imagine him in like. Why some did type I believe of, you? He, no, he did. He, he lives like a, a that was like a big that was like a that was like a, a slice of life story. It's like when he got his money from Harry Potter, he he, <laughs> he, bought, he bought like an ice cream truck. Oh. That's funny. Like uh, I was like, Good I don't want to know what he was doing with the ice cream truck, <laughs> but uh, the yeah, so he did that. Uh, the rest of them there, I, I'm not uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. And I, uh, Richard Madden, who is the dude from uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, uh, and the uh, the other dude from uh, oh. in fact, let me look it up here. The one from the show with yeah, that guy was good. That movie stunk, but he uh, he yeah, was good. But that he's the guy who played the serial killer in um, I forget what it was called with uh, with Gillian Anderson. Mm. Hugh Grant. No, no. <laughs> uh, we're we're about to get the 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 um the relaunch of uh, romantic comedies as we were looking at earlier. Oh, we need it. We uh, need Jamie Dornan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, he he could maybe do it. He's like I think he was in the running for it at one point. But at this point, if you're good looking and British, they're always going to be like, you're gonna you're gonna play James Bond. When are you gonna play James Bond? Do they ask him that uh, every Wait, single what's time? What's Alexander Skarsgård? Is he? Uh, he's like Swedish Bill or something. Bill Skarsgård's brother. No yeah, I like that guy though. Uh, the one who was in True Blood. Yeah, like that guy's a charming and you know scary kind of man. That could. I mean, that, that's Wait, possible. Northman. Northman. North, that, yeah, yeah he was in Northman, yeah, yeah. and he's Eric Northman in True Blood. Yeah. All right, super oh, chats. Weird, weirdly, I know. <laughs> Caper2x said, I never thought that a stuffed bear could be so frightening. Kudos to Mary's (laughs) Ursine for, (laughs) I love that word, for today's castle vlog. Wake up, princess of darkness. That is you. 
IFID said Bond is going to be played by Mary. You heard it here first, folks. Nice. Wow, I didn't get that casting announcement, but uh, you'll have to let uh, me know when the shooting dates are so I know if Mr. Fluffykins is going to fill in for you. Yes. Unavailable ID name. Oh, wait, he already... Yeah, I read he, that one. He, he, read that one he said uh, Idris Elba is acceptable, but otherwise, no. Uh, there was an interesting comment on the Henry Cavill, and they said Henry Cavill as James Bond and, uh, and Idris Elba as M. Yeah. That'd be I'm interesting. Into that. I'm into that. I'm also, I'd consider Robert Pattinson... No. Bond. Yeah. Why do you hate Robert Pattinson? I don't. I, I just, no. He wants him to stay as Batman. I, I don't want him to do that either. I, really? I'd rather him. I mean, Batman and jo uh, James Bond have a similar. Christian Bale. Christian yeah. Bale could play Batman, I guess. Or could play. Old, though, could play. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I would rather Robert Pattinson did the esoteric. Like, like he, he. I don't know if you saw The Lighthouse. Of course. But uh, I would rather see him do more uh, big budget. <laughs> I'd like to see him work more with Christopher Nolan like he did in Tenet. Yeah. And do more kind of esoteric. Yeah. Uh, that, that rides the edge of both big budget and yeah. esoteric themes and ideas. I think that's more his. That's more his bag. Yeah. No, for sure. As I far agree. as iconic spy movies, um, how do you guys feel Jason Bourne compares to? I love Oof. the I love the Bourne. I really movies. like the Bourne movies. Uh, completely different vibe. Not as like better uh, or worse. I mean, I, I, it's hard to compare. One's I, a dynasty. They're, they're spy movies, but yeah, yeah, one's a dynasty and one's like a trilogy that had a fourth one that nobody really yeah. cared about. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I haven't watched all the new Bourne stuff, and I don't. I don't care when I'm watching Bourne. I feel like I don't uh, care so much about the character as much as I do for the Bond character. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why that is. And that one's like, there's not going to be, I'm not going to want to see a Jason Bourne with someone other than Matt Damon. Mm. Yeah. Like I'm just not like, yeah. I mean, I mean I, though oddly enough, that will probably happen. Yeah. I was like, thinking like, like it's, it's inevitable. Eventually we're not will. getting anything new. Like the, Throw away even your hope of new or, properties. <laughs> what I think they would probably do with that first is they would probably there will end up being an Amazon Prime prequel series Ugh. of Jason Bourne, no. uh, starring uh, somebody not Matt Damon. Don't that's speak that's it much into cheaper existence. to hire. Yeah, I'm literally speaking it ben into existing. Oh, yeah. hey, they're working on a new. They're working on like a, Mi a Nike biopic right now. Really? What? Yeah. They're well. They they go way back. They, oh yeah. Matt like Damon that movie and Matt about, and Ben uh, are, are making the uh, biopic. Yes. The founding oh, cool. of McDonald's. Yes. Uh, the founder. <laughs> uh, Bad app said James Bond needs to be British and hairy like Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> so someone's yes. on your side. Um. Tom Holland for Geeky Bond. Unavailable ID name said Daniel Radcliffe. I think he Corals? could do it. Uh, watch now. You see me too. And that's Guns Akimbo is the name of the movie. Oh, mm. Akimbo. Yep. Uh, and then, and, and then he and also, he's says, also said Rupert could totally do it. See Wild Target. Uh, that's like, and those are younger actors. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like those are younger people that could absolutely do it. What so. does Rupert look like these days? Thank you. I really Very redheaded. The, the glass ceiling is really like who's the first ginger blank. <laughs> well, the, no. If you guys were, you guys, I mean, you wouldn't remember because you probably were like two years old when this happened. But like, uh, <laughs> not really. Uh, when when they cast uh, Daniel Craig, uh, the the purists came out and they're like, you can't 
cast a blonde James mm-hmm. Bond. What? Right. That doesn't They're work. They're always complaining. They're man. always complaining. Yeah. And of course, now he did a, a fantastic job. I love Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I like Skyfall. Oh, yeah, it's so good. I like Sky, Skyfall a lot. There's also a great. There's also a great video on YouTube at one point where they turn the entire Skyfall scene at the end of the house of the movie into like a Home Alone scene with like music <laughs> because it's basically Home Alone. I uh, like that trend when it was happening, like yeah. making Mrs. Doubtfire like a horror movie. Yeah, yeah. those are yeah. great. So that uh, you know, I I didn't really care for. Um, I I actually liked uh, Quantum of Solace, and I think I'm the only one who no, liked, I like that too. I like it's it's like it was it was made during a writer's strike. Yeah, the writing doesn't right. make a whole lot of sense. Right. The shaky cam is so bad that you want to throw up, but <laughs> you you just got done watching a boring movie anyway. So there was shaky <laughs> cam all over at that, that time, uh, and I and I loved it, and uh, and that was just a Jim Arterton was in that movie, and right. just. Uh, yeah. I kind Forgot of have a that. love for the movies that are like I like the forgotten ones of those franchises. Like I love The World Is Not Enough, right. which is the forgotten one of the Pierce Brosnan era. I don't even remember that at all. Nobody right. like it's uh, it's like it's like the Cold War's Maybe. over. Who are we gonna make the bad guy? Let's make an anarchist guy. The Maybe bad guy. Uh, the next. Uh, James Bond will just be what they did with the Spider-Man movie, where they bring all all the Bonds back. <sighs> Please don't 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 speak that into James existence. James Bond All I, Stars. Yeah, yeah. I do it's not, the multiverse of we, Bond. Don't yes. even don't no quiet. I put it out there. Quiet, James Bond. <laughs> if, if I have to see a James Bond multiverse, we riot. We need it. We riot. The people need it, Brett. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not even. Gonna, we're not even. Gonna It'll be animated that too. The, okay, that's fine. I can dismiss that easier. All right, there's another. There's one more there. Oh, a bad app said, "Yo, the born stuntacular." Universal Orlando is fire. I don't know if that never is. been. Never been. Uh, but uh, I, I do love those. I also love uh, Julia Stiles, and she doesn't get a lot of work, and she's in the Bourne movies. I so. like Julia Stiles too. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Save the Last Dance. Who didn't love Save Wasn't the Last Dance? Wasn't she in Dexter at one point? Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. So let's move on. What, what were we going to do next? We're going to do Friends next. Or yeah. we're going to do okay. All right. So th- this one is uh, it's it's too <laughs> ridiculous to believe. So it says. Uh, <laughs> Friends creator gives a $4 million apology for the lack of diversity in the show. I'm embarrassed, she says. Um, and the first thing I thought of when I when I read this was, I'll pay reparations to you. <laughs> no, nobody loves the Friends theme song. Uh, that's, uh, it's uh, it, it, so it's a long since criticized part about Friends is like it takes place in New York. And it's in, ex- you know, New York is one of the most diverse places in the entire world. But the show is, of course, about like six heterosexual. They, that's in the article. Six uh, cis heterosexual people, uh, straight heterosexual white people that uh, have the show. And there's only there's very, f- because very back little. Then you didn't have to think about people as only their their checkbox characteristics yep so it says friends has long been criticized for its lack of diversity but co-creator creator marta kaufman is finally ready to admit her failure with a four million dollar apology hollywood is a culture of guilt and also like weird moral superiority like you know she feels so good about herself she is uh an alumnus donating four million dollars to her alma mater yeah her college to a university where they're probably going to spend it on like a fountain or something yeah they always have to build like a new student center that they don't actually need more critical race theory books from Ibram X. Kendi so it says Kaufman 65 initially struggled to grasp the difficult frustrating criticisms of her television series choosing to believe the successful show had been singled out she told the the Los Angeles Times but nearly two decades after the show wrapped uh, that's the important part to read there too is it's literally 20 years ago 
Kaufman has begun to see the error of her ways. You can It's literally a struggle you session. You mean it people have only started to point out the perceived error of her ways because 20 when, years out. Because uh, culture has shifted and now they're looking at it through a critical lens. Because What's really wrong with Friends is, is the writing. <laughs> if you ever want to watch something... wasn't an issue. If you ever want to watch something terrifying, watch Friends without the laugh trap track. Ooh. It's absolutely insane. So it says, I've learned a lot in the last 20 years, Kaufman said in a Zoom interview. Admitting and accepting guilt is not easy. It's painful looking at yourself in the mirror. I'm embarrassed that I didn't know better 25 years ago, the television writer her, said. Her $4 million <sighs> will mean nothing to this cult that it, she's giving into. Nope. They, they will ask for Why, more. And like, if her uh, offense is that she did not take diversity into account when casting. She's also not the casting director. Right, exactly. That's the one, the first thing, okay? But, like, secondly, why is it the that her debt is now owed to academia? Yeah. Why is her because debt owed academia, to the world of academia? Because it created the culture and the virus that made her have to apologize. They're the cult. They're part of the cult. They're no, the remember, cultists. Remember yesterday we were talking about uh, R. Kelly uh, and what racketeering was and one of the co the cornerstones of a, of a racketeering for like organized crime is like you create a problem and then come and offer to fix it. So it's like mm -hmm. it's a bunch, just imagine a bunch of like collegiate nerds yeah. and tenured professors who look like they've never had a day of fun or smiled a day in their life mm -hmm. other when they're making other people's lives miserable mm -hmm. and they walk into her 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 life is basically a perceived like local business and they come in with baseball bats that say diversity mm -hmm. and say sure yeah. it would be a shame if somebody came in yeah. here and ruined your store yep. and then break something <laughs> off the counter that's yep. what this is and her yep. and they're like but if you pay us we can make sure that nobody ever criticizes you right. again. Yeah, like, I mean, maybe this would make the teensiest bit of sense if she chose like a charity yeah. that vaguely was related to the topic at hand. Or the industry. Right. Yeah. But, but she's really, she was just like getting letters from her alma mater being like, we need money. And then she decided to like put a spin on it that she's, you know, a freedom fighter or something. It's perfect that this comes right after the Bond thing because it's all about trying to destroy the things in the past. The things you, you think loved. Good or bad, like with their flaws, which there's plenty in Friends. Like I realized I watched lots of Friends and then I have a friend. We were talking about Friends for like a year. Like, and I told him I never watched it. Mm -hmm. A year into our friendship, I'm like, oh, you know what? I did watch Friends. It, like it just went in one ear and out the other. It yeah. just doesn't mean anything. But it's all about just you got to destroy it all. So so it says uh, throughout the uh, it says the popular show which ran from 1994 to 2004 featured a group of six white heterosexual best friends living in Greenwich Village, a famously gay neighborhood in New York City, a uh, New York, a historically diverse city. You also have to remember that it's not it's not like she just made this show and it magically appeared on a television somewhere. There's producers, there's directors, there's people at all levels of the corporate structure of Hollywood that would have said, look, our focus groups say you can't do this. It's, I'm not, that's actually me like saying that it's not necessarily her fault. I don't believe for a second that she's like, we can't there's, cast that's people. The thing, that, like, there's no fault to begin with. No. But this is like if someone like at a McDonald's got your order wrong and then you wrote a letter directly to the CEO. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. there's Give me $4 million. No logic. <laughs> it's just childish demands. Yeah. Throughout the show's 10-year run, the sitcom continued to whitewash New York City and rarely featured a character of color. Friends only introduced two reoccurring characters of color, both of whom were brought on as short-lived lo uh, love interests for Ross. Along with millions of other Americans in the 2020 George, George, murder of George Floyd, uh, pushed Kaufman 
often to reckon with the country's racist past and her own part in perpetuating systems yes. of racism. You know what? <clears throat> we need to take out Joey and put in a hologram of George Floyd. Yeah, exactly. And then we're good, right? And then edit it. Like, the whole series will not be accessible anymore having Joey. Yeah. So, so it says, oh, I... Totally. She says, <laughs> I knew then I needed to course correct. That does not make anything you made prior to that bad. It I don't doesn't. understand how uh, course cult. correct means I already did this thing that I regret. That I made a lot of money for. From. That, yeah. <laughs> that I, I made my fortune on. Yes. Yeah. A course correction would have happened while you were still running the show. Now, here, now here's the, where the language gets really funny to me. It says, in an attempt to redeem herself, Kaufman pledged $4 million to her alma mater. Also, take uh, note of the word pledged, not donated. Uh, Brandeis, After Amber Heard, we learned better than yes, to believe that. Exactly. Bra uh, is it Brandeis University? Brandeis. Brandeis? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a dumb, dumb, dumb. I, I don't have a, uh, a Brandeis degree. Uh, to, to fund an endowed chair in the school's African American and or African and African American Studies Department, one of the oldest in the country. That has nothing to do with Hollywood. That has nothing to do with casting in your industry, which, by the way, there's like we we're in a time now. Hollywood, if when you look at these trades, if you look at the Hollywood Reporter or Deadline or any of these websites, Hollywood is the mo is more diverse than it's ever been in history. And that's a good thing. But the problem is you're going back and trying to now apologize for something that where there was nothing morally mm -hmm. wrong with. This is I mean, I so I have like a weird I have a friend uh, who she's she's done very well, has a great business. And she got attacked during the summer of the riots mm. and she got attacked online for not posting a black box fast enough compelled speech yeah and like that was and she was totally like outside of politics didn't know really what was going on didn't really think much of it and then it was only after seeing the mob come after her on instagram yeah where she was like whoa there's something happening out in this world that i don't know about and it's it's pretty terrifying so, so it says uh, the Martin, uh, the Marta F. Kaufman 78 professorship in African and African-American studies will support a distinguished scholar with a concentration in the study of the peoples and cultures of Africa and the African diaspora and an assistant to the department to recruit more expert scholars and teachers map long term long-term academic and research priorities and provide new opportunities for students to engage Thank in interdisciplinary you. scholarship. The Waltham, uh, the Waltham, the Massachusetts based university announced blah, it, blah, took, blah. it took me a long time. No, it gets, it gets, uh, it gets funnier. Uh, it took me a long time to begin to understand how I internalized systemic racism. Kaufman's, uh, told Brit, uh, what is it again? Brandeis. 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 Okay. Uh, I've been working really hard to become an ally, an anti-racist, an anti-racist, and this begun. And this seems to me to be the way I could participate in the conversation from a white woman's perspective. She's literally saying my way of, yes. of, of contributing to this conversation is by giving you money. This sounds like white savior complex. It, it does uh, a lot to me. So it says last year, uh, last year's Friends reunion aired to honor the iconic show, its beloved characters, and diehard fans. The show faced renewed calls to address its glaring lack of. Diversity. Address what? In what? What do they? Imagine what? All <laughs> say we are sorry once and leave it be. Don't even say sorry. I'm, I'm saying, if, but I'm saying they, they can't help themselves. They have to. Like, if you actually feel guilty for it, apologize once and leave it be. After that, let the people whine. Yeah. They're, they they have no problem changing everything. 
right now we, anyways. We saw, and they don't apologize for that. That's yep. fine. Don't apologize if you don't mean it. Totally agree. <laughs> we saw something similar with uh, J.K. Rowling when she started apologizing and changing things you know, uh, a few years ago. Didn't help her either. Didn't help her because you'll never be fully baptized into their cult. No. They'll always just eat you alive. It'll There's, always happen. Uh, uh, she threw uh, J.K. Rowling, didn't even get invited back to the 20th or to the whatever anniversary that yeah. they did on HBO Max. Yeah. They're like, it's the series by J.K. Rowling. And they're like, everyone's there. Rupert Grinch is there. Yep. Daniel Radcliffe is there. Emma Watson's there. She's also there. There was a bunch of videos talking about how like she spoke out very heavily against J.K. Rowling, but saying nothing about Ezra Miller, who she knows. Oh, what know, what Emma Watson said was she would return to the franchise to play Hermione if J.K. Rowling had no involvement, acting as if Harry Potter is not what made Emma Watson right. Emma Watson. Right. Or you can't even do a Harry Potter at all without J.K. Rowling's involvement th because it's just, it's her brain. Exactly. Like, like, it what proves to you, you that they don't understand, like that's literally, like that's how much they view everything as IP and not as the beauty, as yeah. a beautiful creation of an individual. Mm. They're like, well, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. Like, sir, she created it. You can't come back if no. she doesn't right. come back, you no. nut job. Because they do believe the struggle session yes. will root out the evil that they see. Exactly. It doesn't it's work that way. never ending hazing ritual after yeah. hazing ritual. It, in, in your and never, you never get to be a part of the club. Yep. It's never enough. So you need to stop trying, but like these people just fall for it every time. And it's disheartening to watch it is. them. It is. It's also kind of funny. Well, yeah. Like, it's her, kinda, it's yeah. her $4 million. I mean, you're out $4 million, her. so... <laughs> In my, like, to me, it's just frustrating. Like, I, I listen to these people do this, and it's just like, imagine working in an industry where everyone is so cutthroat and mm -hmm. so rabid and so self-interested, mm -hmm. but the way that they prove that they're self-interested, rabid, and cutthroat is by pretending to not be any of those things through virtue signaling. Right. Could you imagine if there was Thank some, you. like, older white actor right now? Or director saying we gotta revisit the Martin show because there's not enough white people on it. That's okay, th and that's the funny thing is that there's the the first comment that was down here says along with millions of okay let me go down here they says wasn't Friends on during the same stretch uh, of years that TGIF featured right. two hours of all black sitcoms Girlfriend. Family Matters Hanging with Mr. Cooper quickly come to mind not to mention countless other shows that a different world living li in living color Martin and it's like you're rewriting our history through the lens of these shows existed, but that's not enough for, for them. They also yeah. need to go into a space where a bunch of other stuff was successful because they understand that a show like Friends mm -hmm. is also a cultural touchstone. Mm -hmm. So you can't crap on in, uh, in Living Color, Martin, Hanging with Mr. Cooper or Family Matters, nor should you. Right. But they don't believe in that. They right. are vicious, right. rabid, and want to come for everything that was a cultural touchstone mm -hmm. in America, mm -hmm. and it pisses me off. Yep. It, yeah, it should. When do you think they're going to come for like uh, How I Met Your Mother? You no, know, yeah, like, it's gonna happen. All the, like, like, what you, up to it. you look at now is like all this stuff through the lens of whatever progressive bullshit you believe yep. will be uh, will be applied to stuff later. That's the problem with mm -hmm. uh, critical ideology right. is that it's it's never it's basically the definition of Monday morning quarterbacking everything yeah. through a modern lens. Right. It's and a lot easier to make that comment the next day than it is the day before. For sure, all the stuff they're creating today that's like you know coming out of this uh cult that they're in yeah. we're going to look at in 20 years i think and be greatly ashamed of mm -hmm. you know because it's going to be it's so clearly propaganda someone commented they should remake friends but cast all of them as black or gay they yeah and Let's, it'll be a hit like yeah. that <laughs> we'll get all the people who get in trouble for wearing black the joke being that no one wants to see something that contrived and heavy-handed and to begin with, like, Friends was received so well by 
a different culture than the one we have today. A very different culture. We know that because when we go back and rewatch it, we're like, well, this kind of sucks. And yeah, and not just white people uh, like friends. Like you don't have to yeah, be white yeah. to like it. Like I loved Martin. But like, these that's people what I don't watch. yeah, these people right. don't realize because that. they're supremacists. Yeah. Like they only see skin color. <laughs> it's insane. I love uh Family Matters. Like it's like it's like yeah. they don't realize that culture was this is a bad problem in comics as well, where they're pretending as if the industry wasn't diverse already. Right. Like they but the these are the people remember, like I always like to make fun of like the fake award, like the fake firsts that they're always talking mm-hmm. about, the first mm-hmm. person to do this, the first person to do that. Right. This is a generation of people that have been raised uh like uh, the example that sticks would always give is like uh gay marriage was like the last great American civil rights battle we mm-hmm. had. Um, I, I guess before recent, uh, and uh, right. So he's yeah. like, he says like, there's a whole generation of people who feel cheated out of the ability to be part of something like that. Mm. So now they're going back and trying to like reinstitute that type of belief right. into stuff that's already happened. Right. We were already a diverse culture long before these people came along. Yes. Yeah. It's like going out West for the gold rush 10 year, 10 or 20 years after they found all the gold. Exactly. <laughs> you're, just, you're just looking for dirt now. So uh, maybe uh, I wouldn't be surprised if there was a comment like just 4 million, but you made so much money mm-hmm. on friends. When I did also think it was it? strange that she zeroed in on the um, African-American studies department of the university when no one specifically said, what race they wish had been casted. Right, right. She just kind of assumed that, which also is like very 90s. Like there's black and white and that's just yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. It's a soft bigotry of low expectations with these people every time. It just bums me out because it's uh, they're beautiful mediums. They're beautiful art forms. Mm-hmm. And when you uh, make everything about identity politics, it ruins it. Yep. So, All right, Super Chats. Unavailable ID name said Ross's ex-wife was a lesbian and it was True. 25 years ago. Joey was Italian. <laughs> That's funny. True. Um, Dizwiz said, I learned English while watching Friends. It's such a shame to see it suffering mm-hmm. a struggle session in front of the Church of Woke. It really That's is a awesome. struggle session. That's a great That's way exactly to learn exactly what English. it is. Waffle Sensei said, it's like you ordered a Big Mac in 2010, and then in 2020, you show up at McDonald's and yell, why didn't you give me the McRib a decade ago? It's better. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Uh, Bad App said, friends should pay me reparations for watching the reunion. <laughs> did you guys watch the reunion? I did no. not. Okay. Unavailable ID name said, you guys are getting bot bombed. Yes, I'm aware. Are we? Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's move on and we will talk about Hollywood uh, and what I believe is the glorification of uh, of mental health struggles uh, and how the industry kind of perpetrates that culture on their, you know, the, the celebrities that work there. We know that through Disney. We know that through uh, musicians like Machine Gun Kelly and this thing that we're going to talk about here uh, and how then they also virtue signal about these things. So it says, uh, the first article says, Machine Gun Kelly snapped and put loaded shotgun in his mouth uh, during call with Megan Fox. It says, Machine Gun Kelly detailed a disturbing phone call he made to Megan Fox shortly after his, uh, the death of his father in 2020, a call which Kelly put a shotgun in his mouth and nearly pulled the trigger. Now, what's the first thing I thought of was like when me and you first started covering all this stuff, they just feel so try hard, their relationship, right? Totally. We were talking, like they feel like they're trying to be 22 years old. Not 22. When, they, they sound 15. and look like they're trying to pretend that they're in high school yeah. even. Um, for Machine Gun Kelly, I believe he may actually be mentally stuck there. Well, that's, uh, but I'm so, like, uh, so they, Hollywood is consistently talking about mental health. It Mm -hmm. it goes along with, it's, it's, it's a very good goal to have. It Mm -hmm. is a good thing to bring awareness to, but they both 
tell you that you need to focus on that while fostering an industry that absolutely does not work or compute yeah. well mm -hmm. with that type of behavior. Yeah. How many times do we have to talk about uh, Doja Cat having her meltdown on Twitter about wanting to quit music, uh, likely from stress of what's going on doing her job, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like they, they have a very high-stress industry, but then they virtue signal yeah, about... Yeah, in, in the case of Doja Cat, I think that actually was a real uh, meltdown that she was having about it and a real uh, conflict about whether she wanted to continue, but then she played it off as a joke. Yeah. So yeah. that no I find her to be very authentic. Yeah. I don't find machine gun Kelly authentic in the, in the slightest. So he, no. and, and to me, this is also, this is drug. This is a culture of drugs and drug abuse, which to mm -hmm. be fair, Hollywood doesn't, I mean, music glorifies it a lot of times, but I, I don't think yeah. that his music no, glorifies no. it. His music is kind of just like, bubblegum pop punk now but yeah. but I'm, if i'm being if i'm being generous to the industry i could say that like for the most part uh hollywood like they like they don't show smoking on on tv i i think that's a weird distortion of what reality actually mm -hmm. is and i think right. that's kind of stupid mm -hmm. but it's not like they're telling it's you like that that's a good thing it's like countercultural in a an uncanny way yes like, not believable so but but i don't find that like for the most part they're going to 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 glorify drug use, but I do think that they glorify when these people go through struggles and have these incidents without acknowledging that they're the they're the, the industry is the reason these things happen. And at, at the same time, glorifying uh, Megan Fox and MGK's relationship as these twin flame soulmates who were meant to be together, and you know, Megan Fox was just a, a victim of circumstance all her life until she found her. her soulmate mgk and they're just perfect for each other yeah. when in reality this is happening behind the scenes yep. so it says uh, this is the the musician made the confession in his new hulu documentary machine gun kelly's life in pink so it says i flew to my dad's apartment to clear out all his stuff i had this really weird interaction with the neighbor who told me to uh, told me all these things i didn't want to hear and that effed me up even more even more because i couldn't get closure on it and kelly who was opened up in the past about having a tough relationship with his father due to his unruliness as a Team. I wouldn't leave my room and I started getting really, really, really dark, Kelly continued in the doc. Megan went to Bulgaria to shoot a movie and I started getting this really wild paranoia. Like, I kept getting paranoid that someone was going to come and kill me. Oh, it was him. She says, uh, I would yeah, always sleep with this shotgun next to my bed. I also want to point out that these are the people that talk about gun control yeah. and have they no, all like, own them. And, and like, but, the, but like, have, like, you think of this, you think of Ezra Miller having a compound with guns just laying they around. They own them and misuse them and assume that everybody else, else does. Did, yeah. <laughs> if you've ever, if you've ever talked to anyone who's proficient in firearms or uses firearms, uh -huh. you're supposed to te treat that weapon with a lot of deference because you know that you can, that it's very powerful. Absolutely. Uh, and they do not treat the owning the use or the care of a firearm in any type of light in any type of light I, don't, fashion. I don't think mgk is you know in any state of mind to be around a lethal exactly yeah. so it says uh, i would always sleep with my shotgun next to my bed one of the days i just effing snapped i called megan i was like you aren't here for me i'm in a room and i'm like freaking out on her he recalled i put the shotgun in my mouth and i'm yelling on the phone and like the barrels in my mouth and i go to cock the shotgun and the and the bullet as it comes back up and the shell just gets jammed 
saying Fox was like dead silent at that point. He said that's when he realized something's not right, and he pointed it at his own head. He said both Megan and his daughter Cassie came to him separately and expressed concern as well, telling him, I want to be able to see you in your eyes. I don't want to I don't want to be like talking to, to you through a veil anymore. I want to see you as my father. I want to see you as my husband to be. They've glorified this relationship. As these, uh, how would you just, I didn't even know how to describe it. They uh, always uh, harped on them being twin flames. Uh, star, uh, not star crossed lovers, but the, uh, like, they, like they were meant to be together. Yeah. And like it's this, soulmates, it's, right? it's supposed to be. Like, yeah, yeah. Right? You're just like, you're meant to be soulmates. When did they ever say that though? I never saw that. It, says, it was a big thing. Really? Like when they first. When they first uh, started drinking in the blood and stuff? Well, I mean, that came later, but overall, like the theme of their relationship is no one understands us. We're just like the only people who understand each other. Did, did you ever buy them? Like, did you ever buy the relationship no. as something authentic? I, no. And I always thought it was like just on the surface level. Like, right. so and what's funny, obviously like fake and right. contrived it, people who are not that interesting in their private lives, it's just but want to pretend to be just said brand Kardashian. The sad part is that she's really intelligent and it's she, like, I mean, I don't even think that Megan Fox is like really intelligent. I think she's just intelligent enough that she's like good at speaking. And, you know, given that she's also incredibly attractive, yeah. that's that's mm -hmm. a remarkable the combination. Is, the bar is low for but actors. she believes herself to be way more intelligent than she is. And when she starts like talking about astrology and relationships mm. and feminism and blah, 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 right. she really thinks that she's just like a galaxy brain. I saw someone in an interview once talk about how they, they believe she was like a, an idiot too. And then like, she happened to be reading a book on set as right, if like, like, Oh she's my a goodness. Person. That's it's <laughs> not that read. complicated. And that's all you need to realize about <laughs> celebrities to, right. to understand that they have their own dysfunctions. Right. Do you also remember when, when they made the big deal, it was like a big segment on all the night, the uh, late night talk shows where like he did ayahuasca uh, and he's like, oh, there was remember that right? headline after headline uh, glorifying rounds of them glorifying the fact that they drink each other's blood um, and then the ayahuasca thing. So here's the next line in that article where it says, and, it, and I was like, I need to kick the drugs for real this time, said Kelly, who didn't mention whether he was using drugs at the time elsewhere in the story. He clearly was. Uh, the paranoia that, you do not, came. You do Something not they were saying the about the ayahuasca thing was like, it brought us closer together. Right. We trauma bonded. Right. Right, it's supposed to like cleanse your soul. Dude. As somebody who is like, for, you know, given that I'm like in in recovery, but I'm also very libertarian in the concept of drugs because of personal responsibility, and would rather see mo see them distributed legally uh, through like clean facilities where mm. you know exactly how much you're getting, rather than a bunch yeah. of people buying a bunch of pills that have been. Uh, I'm very torn about that. Okay, uh, but that's a whole other discussion. So, but but I'm saying like yeah. to see that, but then to see them glorify this type of behavior mm -hmm. when evidently he is, can't handle it yeah he's yeah. got paranoid delusions now yep. that are making him suicidal and then he's uh placing that burden on this his, mother who is his his girlfriend like it's insane and i can i can empathize and feel awful for what he's going through losing his father mm -hmm. he's struggling with addiction i am i don't take issue with him being that way if he wants to get help if he wants to get better if he's working towards that mm -hmm. i take issue with the industry at large talking constantly about their mental about mental health and then allowing this stuff to be glorified now, to, to be devil's advocate do you think it's good 
to present these stories, even if they don't seem authentic to us, for people to be like, oh, wow, I should get help. It never like, comes off as authentic. It never does to me either. Yeah, you have but to maybe remember to they selectively reveal oh yeah things. oh for sure i'm jaded on that because on one hand i could understand them like the the idea that that could help somebody right but to me you don't get help from something like that from a person you don't from a celebrity it, yeah, yeah i hope not but in today's culture where so many people do worship these people i don't understand it i feel like someone would be like oh i need to hear that like they would in, in some stupid song you know but i don't know I, don't, I think it's gross. I think they're terrible role models for their children. So, so then we have this other story where he, he smashes a champagne glass in his own face at a concert. It's just like, I don't know why, but it's so Army Hammer vibes where you're just the most bland individual ever and you yeah. do crazy things and try to look as weird as possible from the outside to compensate for he, how yes. uninteresting you are. Because, like, I like a lot of bands where this might have happened on stage, right? Yeah. That, and that's the first, it's like, it's like it, but it doesn't come off as authentic. But here. for him, he looks like he's cosplaying yeah. this whole time. Totally. Like, like, you know, like, I know he had beef with a band I like, Slipknot, and I believed in Slipknot, like, their antics on stage. Like, they weren't just doing it uh, to, to be like, oh, look at what I can do. They were completely deranged, if you watch their videos. Yeah. and. They would, they would probably do that if no one was watching them. When he does it, I look at this kid who's like, you know, he just got this freedom and he's got this look and he, oh, this it's looks so cool. try hard. Yeah. And especially because like at his age, he was, I mean, he was in the Warped Tour scene. Like, I understand there's a spirit of like rock and roll, whatever, but this is like so put on. Yeah. Was he in Warped Tour? He's either, he I was, don't know how old he is. He's either 20 or 45. <laughs> he he was 30s. he was a rapper before he did oh like, yeah before, so Eminem, before Eminem embarrassed him, him. Yeah. I remember shot. like I first heard of him because he did a collab with Sleeping with Sirens okay so it says Machine good? Gun Kelly was trying to eh. get a crowd's attention when he decided to smash a glass against his face causing the punk rocker to gush blood all over himself Tuesday night I think the the number one thing to pull away from both of this is, is he keeps trying to get people's attention yeah. by physically harming himself yeah like, That's a is problem. That not worrying? Sounds like a fourteen-year-old. And me. it looks like it's working. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so, how uh, stupid are we? Yeah. So it says. Uh, it says uh, he first made his interest to the. Okay, they they go down here. Basically, talks about how like he's had multiple instances like this, and he says. Uh, uh, he, he joked that uh, yeah I'm going to have to start having doctors around me every time I see Seth Meyers on my schedule because incidents keep happening where he gets uh, hurt uh, or does something like this, and it's just. We, we talk, thank thank you. you. We talk about um, Dove Cameron, uh, and, and this is why I wanted to kind of pull it around and make yeah. it more about the industry does this to them and then mm -hmm. brags about helping people fix it. And also, Dove Cameron is showing that uh, entertainers have a very warped view of what it is to take care of your mental you well-being. You want to do that? Sure. So she got interviewed uh for the la times i picked out a few things that were interesting from this because a lot of it was just her self-indulgent talking about you know her music and it's really not meaningful but yeah. she you know ties in her queer identity and blah 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 that's not really what interests me about the article um but when she started talking about how she fit in as like a disney kid yeah. among a previous generation of Disney kids that she never interacted with. Exactly. Um, so 
they asked her, plenty of women have preceded you in figuring out how to define themselves outside the Disney machine. Anyone whose journey you particularly admire? And she said, I never had that moment where I was like, I'm a Disney girl. I never looked at Miley or Demi or Selena or Zendaya or Bella or anybody, Hilary Duff or anybody that came before me and thought, you and me are the same. I, I was always the strange outlier who doesn't belong and will never fit in. I had huge imposter syndrome. Uh, I didn't really look to anybody else for a roadmap. This whole narrative that I was on Disney and then found my way out with a pop song. It was a total effing accident. Um, she also uh, started talking about, you know, the stereotype that Disney kids are all like in recovery for the trauma that they experienced as you know child stars yeah um and she said i i cannot stress this enough my life has always been personal stuff first and career stuff like fourth more often than not my life is therapy journaling songwriting poetry i don't really run into people very often does anybody find it weird that therapy was the first thing that was mentioned yeah i this Sounds like a sad life. Yeah, like it, it doesn't sound like a, and that seems to be a fairly common occurrence among Disney kids, and that's why I wanted to pull it back to the industry being what messes these kids up. Because you're you're at that point, if you say something like that as like you're the model for you know self care or something, um, you clearly don't understand that you know adapting to becoming an adult, especially after being an entertainer uh means that you're you're able to you know socialize you're you're a socialized adjusted person mm. and you don't spend all of your time like on zoom with a therapist or like writing poetry and like getting doordash <laughs> i always wonder like when, whenever like i'm i'm a serial imdb or when i'm watching stuff i love looking up about every actor uh that i'm that I, if they give a performance that i like i like to get at least uh, a snapshot insight into like basic things in their life and i always love when they put like they enjoy and it's always these things it's like writing poetry going horseback riding i'm like do they actually sit Long around on the piece. do they actually sit right. around and write poetry if so that's freaking awesome but it's just always really funny when no, i know and I another thing thing is like um dove cameron is notorious for doing excessive photoshop on all of her pictures which on is Instagram. weird she's an attractive enough person exactly yeah she's she's beautiful but she has such a distorted self-perception and she doesn't interact from her own admission mm. she does not interact with people very often um so sad and i just i'm i simply don't believe that she's you know living her life by self-improvement like writing poetry yeah. therapy that actually has an end goal so, i think she's sitting about. on her phone and obsessing over what people say about her something i wish people would learn at a younger age which is probably impossible is to stop comparing yourself to others yep. and like the one thing that stuck out to me in that first part you read mary is where she said she i never looked at miley or demi or uh, any of those names and thought like that's like me like i'm sure all of those people felt similar you know, looking around at other people at Disney and stuff and like mm -hmm. it's 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 OK to not be like I'm not like that person, I think. And it's just hard to understand that at a young age. The the concept of imposter syndrome rang true to me. I, I get that Absolutely. entirely like that. Yeah. That makes perfect sense to me. But I mean, I just thought she was trying very hard to assert her own uniqueness among yeah. other child stars. 
like she's done a better job of differentiating herself mm. somehow when but, i she's like one of the least known hasn't worked because i never heard of her <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but it's also it's because they like it's like just talking about these things and uh, and being able to intellectualize these ideas doesn't mean you're actually doing the work Mm-hmm. Like no. uh, they talk about therapy, they talk about this, they talk about that. But how, how much progress do we actually make if we're externalizing it all the time in unhelpful situations? Like just talking about going to therapy with people doesn't necessarily mean that you're actually getting the most out of it. And we talk all the time about the problem about therapy that doesn't have an end goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not helpful if you're just like obsessing over it all the time. And there's right. just a, a, would you say, Mary, that you, you would attribute some of this to like a, a lack of faith or, or a lack of uh um, we've talked about that before. Like, uh, you think it's just the the cultural decline that we're in right now that people feel the these problems are more prevalent? Um, yeah. I mean, I want to avoid uh, always, you know, harping on it. Yeah. But yeah, we're in a time of cultural decay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think child stars are feeling that maybe the strongest of. Of most people, you or know? just any young person on their phone, on their you, who lives in their phone, you mm-hmm. do still have a, an option to shut it off, right? Yep. Um, but like in a way, if you're Dove Cameron, Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus, all of these people, your name has kind of been stolen, your image has been stolen from you yeah. before you had the judgment for you know to decide if you actually wanted that yeah. did we say this might, might have been last time we were on we were talking about the, or i was on is uh when you become famous like that's the age you're stuck at oh so, yeah so oh like, that is so britney spears right yeah. it's a lot of them you know yeah. except for maybe who's made it out hillary duff came out fairly normal but hillary duff came out normal because she got her role as lizzie mcguire through her father who was producing the show who mm. I'm sure went out of his way to make sure that she was kept True. sheltered from True. the worst aspects of it. True. Well, Miley Cyrus's dad could Ryan Billy Gosling. Ray Cyrus could have done a better job. There are some Ryan Gosling who, made like, it out. Who skate by like I think Miranda Cosgrove is one of them. She said like her parents introduced the idea of her acting for uh, to save up her college fund, right. and then she ended up actually fulfilling that promise. That's cool. But most of them, I, Jeanette McCurdy, her co-star included. Are victims of it. Yeah, they're not benefiting. Yeah, off look of at it. Christina Aguilera. Oh, look what she, she was wearing. Yeah, a few she, weeks ago. She's kind of a mess right now. Uh, when did she start? She was same with age Britney as Britney Spears, Spears. Same class yep. with Ryan Gosling. Were they Justin in Timberlake. Timberlake. Mickey Mouse Club? Yep, Mickey yeah. Mouse Club. Wow. Yep. yep. All right. There's some super chats. Yes. Thank Ooh. you. Wolf Spain said, "Child stars need more like Dylan and Cole Sprouse." left Hollywood for college and went down their own path. Mm. Also, thank their parents for raising them. Mm. I, I mean, there's like, it's interesting. Well, some of my favorite articles to read, uh, even as somebody who's not religious, are the ones who walk away. Uh, and just like, we were talking about Alexa Panavega yesterday. Uh, I mentioned her slightly, her and her husband, uh, Carlos Panavega, they like left Hollywood, moved to Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Uh, they met in Bible study. And, and like, right. I love that story. Like, because yeah. it just seems so like, they're like, they said, like Hollywood doesn't really care about family. There's like right. that was a big part of the article. She's like, yeah. look, they seem to act like family's lame, but family's important to me. Yeah. Uh, and that you know, I don't know if that's a credit to their good parenting yep. or just the fact that they felt uh, calling like that. But that yeah. that speaks to me in an industry full of degeneracy and in struggles. I, I like to yes. see people who escape it um, on their own terms. It's almost like you have to be a shell of a human to exist in that world. Yep, because like, they turn you into whatever they need you to be. Exactly, and like you turn around and you do like a Norman Rockwell painting of a family as a, you know, in a scene. And then you turn back around and you're like this vapid 
Husk. Which is weird that they can fake it, but not really. A little really, scary. Yeah. That's exactly like what they were trying to depict in um, the Black Mirror episode starring Miley Cyrus, mm. uh, where she played her, you know, pop star alter ego. <laughs> not not it. that subtle of a message, right, right Ashley O. <laughs> um, where she, she was literally getting replaced by a hologram of herself. Oh shoot, um, we're almost there in this reality. Yeah, yeah, it's, hap I, I, it's I, happening. I guys. sent her uh, uh, an Instagram earlier of this really creepy deep fake of Tom Cruise. Uh, oh, I've with, been watching those. Paris Hilton. It's really it, creepy. It, I would have believed that had Tom Cruise looked a little bit closer to his current age. Right. In that video, there, those deep fakes of him are amazing. Completely like. It was like 99% there. Was it really Paris Hilton or was it a Paris Hilton deepfake as well? It was Paris Hilton deepfake. Yeah. I, I just got a message from Dane that Pop Culture Crisis made it to 30K. You guys brought me yeah. on to do this to me on air? <laughs> <laughs> this is unbelievable. Take that, no, Shane No, I'm, I'm happy for you guys. I... You guys deserve it. No, don't you deserve try it. to be the bigger but person. But everybody, now. go now. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. You're going to like pour marbles no, all over amazing. the floor. That's amazing. What people so don't slip. realize is that once you release on the first, that the it's going to build very, but very quickly. That's amazing, but I'm out of here. I quit. <laughs> I fucking no, Imagine if I no, already the be, rugged man. To be fair, like you have a different pace of content. Oh, so. I like how everyone's nice now that you hit 30K. Now that we won, you people. we can have a very oh, measured well, response. Let's talk to shit. He does. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, we're burning this place down. <laughs> um. <laughs> we're gonna, like I'm gonna come, we're gonna come up here tomorrow. There's gonna be like an inverted world skull like tacked yeah. to the wall. I'm gonna drop like pig's blood on you now. Oh, <laughs> no, no. That would uh, be kind of a vibe. Congrats, guys. Uh, There's some more super chats. You deserve it. Bad upset. And thanks to Dane for letting us know <laughs> like you, while Dane. we're on air. What the heck? Yeah, thank you. I don't know if that was meant to be shared, but it felt like it was meant to be shared. Oh, yeah, he really wanted us to have the, the live He's, reaction. He was hoping for a fight, I think. He was yeah, hoping for yeah. me and Shane. Thanks, Dane. No, but we're That's good so nice of you. people. We're friends here. They were berating me before we started <laughs> filming. Don't you believe a word she says? And Brett, he's, <laughs> he sounds like he's nice. You should hear him before this. Mm -hmm. I'm over this. It's you fairly guys. true, actually. It actually um, is true. Yeah, he's he's really mean, guys. Oh my goodness! Not it's all an act. Wait until he unleashes it. Someday, someday. All I'll right. do a behind there's the some scenes. There's some more. <laughs> Badoff said MGK is a wannabe scene bean. Kurt Cobain. Nobody yes. wants Oof. that. Nobody wants Word. that. Well, apparently there is some audience for it. It's not me, but it's true. Ugh. Yeah. Hate to say it. Sage Catharsis said for five dollars and ten cents. Oh, that's a strange amount. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, this is a lot. <laughs> Please talk about. Um, I, I don't know. Comic, wait. <laughs> comic books. Uh, comic books. Beast. Hank McCoy's transracial trials. Fixing blackness. No mutantness. Uh, X Factor. Friends. Uh, I, I don't know. It's not one that I'm familiar with. Is this a bot? Uh, I that, mean, thanks for the five dollars. It's just vomiting words. It's a, it seems like it. Do bots have money now? That would be cool. Are you a bot? I mean, give us the bot money. No, I'm care. not. I, I like that, that sound. That absolutely sounds like a real thing. Uh, but what is it? Uh, I don't. Like, I didn't catch uh, any of that. Uh, so. I mean, given how how crazy comics are and how bad they are nowadays, it could absolutely be a real thing. <laughs> uh, um, I we're MKLR uh, said only watching the new James Bond uh, <laughs> if they cast Elliot Page. <laughs> oh, so exciting! That would be. You know what? I would I would actually watch it. I, I would watch it for the partially And we would review what it. What would be funny oh. is I would watch it for the lulls and then it ends up being really, really good and then you're like, damn it. 
Why is hey, it, if it's good, it's good. Exactly. You have it's to. Good, it's good. Uh, one thing that I've been focusing more on is separating art from artists because yes. it used to be that I could just not read the stuff that annoying celebrities right. say uh, and still watch their art. Uh, right. But now, because this is work and I don't get to just pick and choose what what we cover. Uh, I mean, I do, but like I, I still have to read through like all the Roe v. Wade stuff that we've had to read through is just insane. You can't save yourself from the cringe now. No, you no. cannot. So it's, it's just, you have to be able to separate art from artists. And Elliot Page, I mean, I don't think Elliot Page is the person who played James Bond, but if some, no. for some reason they were able to do that yeah. and through the miracle of film, make that work. Maybe Q. The, <laughs> there you go. That, that could work. The, go. T- take that, Ben yeah. Winshaw. Yeah. You're gone. <laughs> uh, okay, there's one more there. Wolf Spain said. Child. Oh, that was oh. the one you read. Oop. Right? Yeah. Okay. We got it. Also, so, someone said Lindsay Lohan, cough, cough. Uh, yeah. By the way, oh, it will point. be. Uh, here, here's a fun fact about Lindsay Lohan. Uh, she and me have the same birthday, which is really? uh, July 2nd. Whoa. Yeah. This is a <laughs> birthday present that Brett yes. needed. Uh, wow. So uh, we are going to move on. We're so going to do pod luck. Yes, it, it is coming Brett up. Brett turns uh, 30,000. Th- 30,000 uh, years old. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, and Larry David, same day. Really? Larry David. What? Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, so wow. we are going to talk Podluck, and we are going to talk. Uh, we we are going to follow up to the R. Kelly story yesterday, and we're just going to touch on this briefly. Uh, R. Kelly was sentenced to thirty years in prison for uh, for doing bad things to people. Uh, so it says R. Kelly would go to prison for thirty years for tra- uh, sex trafficking, sexual exploitation of a child, kidnapping, and other sex related crimes. In September, a jury found uh, Kelly guilty on all nine charges: one count of racketeering and eight counts of violating the Mann Act, which is the act of uh, taking a a woman or uh, uh, a young woman across state lines for the purposes of sex or debauchery. It's the actual word that's used in that. They use debauchery? Yeah, they use debauchery. Wow. Uh, the singer, whose full name is Robert Sylvester Kelly, was first accused of having sex with underage girls in the 90s, but escaped punishment for almost 30 years. If you read his Wikipedia, it's insane. Really? Uh, everything from the, the sham marriage to Aaliyah mm-hmm. to the stuff with the, like, it's just, it's, it's really disgusting. Um, and it's uh, one of the things we talked about yesterday was like, why is this so normal and nobody seemed to care about this? Whereas everybody seemed to care about Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. That was what we focused on yesterday. Right. But I wanted to do a follow up and say that uh, they were saying that his lawyers pushed for 10 years. Mm. Uh, they wanted the mandated minimum of 10 years uh, and the state wanted life in prison in 30 years is what he got. So it says uh, those crimes were calculated and carefully planned and regularly executed almost 20 for almost 25 years. Judge Donnelly added, you taught them that love is enslavement in violence. Mm. Federal prosecutors asked for a sentence of more than 25 years for Kelly who faced life behind bars. The singer's lawyers were seeking the minimum. Uh, Were you aware of Did you even, do you even remember that this was going on? Yeah. Uh, what did you think of it? Um, I well, when the news broke yesterday, yeah, I, the, the same thing everybody else was saying was like, he got more than Ghislaine. Yeah, and that was upsetting. Ghislaine, uh, you have to say, say Ghislaine. Yeah, um, but he should he should be in jail for a long time. Yep, it's disgusting. Um, I mean, he's made some good music. Why do you think that Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard got so much more media attention? Probably because Johnny Depp's a bigger star. No, I would say. R. Kelly. I don't I would, know. I don't Absolutely. know about that. I mean, Look, I wouldn't have I'm, the authority to say because I yes. wasn't alive when R. R. Kelly, Kelly was like really has made some <laughs> huge hits. He's amazing. He's got great songs like the Keys to My Jeep song. Great. Uh, I believe I can fly. Great. Uh, he's got some huge hits, um, but he's he had. He, 
he he like leveled off at a certain point where he hmm. he didn't have the cultural influence that someone like Johnny Depp has. I would I would argue that uh, he became like his his misdeeds became more culturally relevant for a period of time than his music, meaning that yeah. uh, he became a punchline of like. Uh, uh, abuse and uh, yes. like a Bill Cosby basically level, but Bill Cosby yes. even came out later. Even though in the industry they knew, they were saying they knew about Bill Cosby. R. Kelly's thing blew up even with Aaliyah when we were teenagers, yep. basically. So mm. it's he's been the butt of this type of peeing on people joke and all that that's stuff. Like, that's like, that's forever. literally what he's known for right now. So it's like it's and it's that's so sad and pathetic that it's been so watered down. No pun intended. Uh, that after all this time, we don't even. You know, look at it like that. One one thing that's interesting is like we because we tend to be counterculture, and you push back against mainstream narratives. It makes the, I think that would make the average person who's not aware of like what our views might be mm -hmm. to think that you're just uh, looking to be contr uh, like a contrarian. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you want to talk about the the good side of what came from an, a movement like Me Too, mm -hmm. R. Kelly, mm -hmm. Harvey Weinstein, mm -hmm. Bill Cosby, even though he wriggled out from under there are there were positives to that before it all yeah. went bad uh but if you notice it all seems to come back to entertainment yeah. and these industries mm -hmm. who want to tell you how to live your life and right. tell you that uh family should be this way family shouldn't be this way and all of this stuff stems from these this world because these types of folks seem to always be projecting exactly. whatever you know whatever is their infliction affliction they project onto you and it, and it may, I don't know if the industry creates that or the industry is a magnet for that, but it's oh, that seems to be the case all the time. So, uh, do you think this is one of those things where, uh, like, when when Weinstein was like he was up for appeal and he thank you, thank you. Weinstein was up for appeal yep. like just recently and it got turned away. Yep. I said this is good. Yep. We need to remember that there are like people being held accountable. Yeah. We're not just here. I'm not just here to be a contrarian. Yeah. I'm not just here to tell you that this was bad or this is good. No. When it when something like this happens, you need to remember that these things do happen and it's yeah. not just misrepresented all the time because no. monsters do still well, exist. But yeah, what we're talking about here and I think part of the crisis that we've we're always upset over is that like these atrocities clearly exist but then like you know you heard that phrase that like winston churchill has used or rahm emanuel mm -hmm. where it's like no let no crisis you know go unused or whatever they say yeah. right and it's like people will latch on to these movements and then turn anything into a problem exactly and that's the crisis where it's like you're just turning every rock over looking for any problem and you doing that then waters down the real problems like yep. we should be focusing on r kelly more having a, a bigger discussion about this and it's 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 disgusting mm -hmm. but it just it's just we'll forget about this tomorrow as a, as a society that's that's a problem and, and to be fair i guess we, we may we've actually got amber heard at the end of podluck today but like that will eventually fade and become less relevant i suppose but uh as it happens yeah. like we still need to be aware that yeah. when good does come of it, you have to be willing to point yeah. that out as well. We've Maybe. got a super chat saying uh, Nathan, from Nathan Cost saying Johnny Depp and Amber Heard got more media because people were able to take sides. It's why anything gets popular. People like competition and always want their side to win. Kind of reminds me of pop point. culture crisis and inverted. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. Again, um, I'm leaving. Um, <laughs> no, that's a that's a good point. No, that's true because like and it, it with. R. Kelly or with Ghislaine Maxwell, like whose side are you taking? Not just well, the not them crowd. Yeah. And also since Depp and Heard both kind of acted awful and but for the most and part. And as I've said, I think that they were proxies for yes. grievances that people had with between men and women. And no, before. and yes, I do believe that Depp was mistreated by the media initially. Uh, but I'm saying that when the stakes are a lot, you know, what happened to them is not 
sex trafficking no, or like not, so no. the people can kind of be more fun about was, as, as awful as it sounds yeah. be more yes. fun about picking sides there was a yeah. proxy w- between men and women and there was a proxy between uh us and them with the media yeah yep. yeah in the media because people are fed up with the media's twisting of stories i am so sick of the media yeah I'm so if sick they of even the report it <laughs> uh so let's move on let's talk about alec baldwin and the we were going to talk about this initially but i was just like do i really care that uh that a, a, a guy you killed somebody on set is going to interview a a a, a creepy adds pedophile up. Or, it adds up. uh alec baldwin slammed for interviewing woody allen amid rust backlash Oy. Can you imagine two people you would want less to talk to in in like a room, like uh, like? I mean, I guess they're two peas in a pod, huh? Like, yeah, it's it's like, hey, uh, Hitler and Harvey Weinstein are having an interview. Let's <laughs> let's listen in. I mean, I would wouldn't mind hearing what they have to say. I'm curious. These people are alive and they're crazy, and I want to learn from their mistakes. It, it is funny because the interview was just filled with like technical difficulties uh, and issues. What is a gun go off? Uh, no, <laughs> no gun went off, as far as I know. It says uh, he's under fire for interviewing alleged abuser Woody Allen while still on the hook for the accidental shooting of his late Rust colleague Helena Hutchins. Like Baldwin's career isn't uh, like Baldwin's career isn't already hanging on by a thread. What a dumb way to completely destroy it. One person tweeted Tuesday. <laughs> Ahead of the Baldwin 64, Allen 86 going live on Instagram. Remember when Alec Baldwin literally killed a crew member on set last year, faced zero repercussions, and is now promoting a special interview he's doing with dot, 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 Woody Allen? <laughs> That's literally all you need to know about the TV and film industry. And I, I agree. Uh, it is funny to hear, like, in the interview, Woody Allen's like, yeah, I think I'm going to hang it up soon, even though he's, like, 8,000 years old. It always feels like... They're rubbing it in our faces. Yep. Uh, like they're literally saying like we're better than you. Uh, and like, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I'll stop soon. Maybe I can do whatever I want. Uh, Alec Baldwin, who shot and killed his employee eight months ago, is live on Instagram now with Woody Allen, who married his daughter. <laughs> Journalist Emily Miller, uh, Emily Miller noted Alec Baldwin announced an interview with Woody Allen topics to include the murdering of innocent people and child. Uh, yes, that word. Uh, mm-hmm. That right there, I highlighted. It. Some light material. Uh, yes, a fourth Twitter user satirically quipped. I mean, it, it just seems like a, like I I can almost uh, respect the fact that he just clearly is so narcissistic he doesn't give a crap yeah. what this looks like right. uh, in an awful and disgusting way. Like you have to uh, like uh, one of the things that I always find hilarious about Hollywood is you have to literally be kind of like an like you mentioned earlier like an empty shell. Yeah. Like you have to be willing to be so amoral. And willing to just do anything yeah. that yeah. you'll do this and, and go out in public uh, after killing a woman on set and or say in an interview that you don't think it was your fault. Right. When the normal yeah. human response, even if it wasn't your fault, is to feel a little bit guilty. Oh. I don't think it was. Was it your fault? The question was, do you feel bad? Yeah. Or like, do you feel guilty? And he that said no. Crazy. Um, and then like juxtapose that with what we were talking about um, yesterday. Chris Pratt profusely apologizing for accusations that he is a bigot that were never 
founded on anything exactly. factual. Mm-hmm. And you can see that you just get punished for having normal human emotions. Yep. Even though I don't respect Chris Pratt's response, I <laughs> I understand why he did it. I was more measured. Uh, Lydia and, and Mary kind of uh, took him to task. I didn't see his comments. <laughs> we yep. we flensed him? Is that the word? I think that was the word Lydia <laughs> used, flensed. Nice. Yep. <laughs> uh, it says, Alan's adopted daughter, Dylan Farrow, accused him in 1992 of sexually assaulting her in the family's attic when she was seven years old. The family director has called the claims which resurfaced in 2021 resurfaced there's that word again yeah uh there is no such thing as resurfacing on twitter resurfacing just means somebody who hates you Mm. just decides to be like hey remember when that person Mm. might have done this they act like it's some kind of it magically resurfaced it makes it sound like (laughs) they really believe twitter is the collective unconscious and it's rising to the surface of it has a mind of its own and as you two believe twitter's just bots well thank you i wasn't going to bring it up this time because I'm on a real bad binge of thinking everything's fake right now. Yeah. All, like all these stories we just read. Um, but you're okay, right. but Thank you. Shane, you use Twitter, no. even though it's full of bots, yes. for the exceptions that are human. Because I want to make sure the bots like me. You want the bots to like you? Why? Because yeah. uh, that's how I find acceptance in the world. I want the bots to hate me. <laughs> it's a two core different personalities right there. All right. And, it's, bef- and it's just me and her on Twitter. Yes. Yeah. It, it, it's just us. All that of Twitter. Be, that would be interesting if it was yeah. just you guys with a bunch and, of bots. bots. Russian, yeah. Russian bots, <laughs> yeah. as, as Chris Pratt pointed out yesterday. <laughs> Russian bots. Why are they always Russian? Why does Hollywood hate Russia so much? I mean, I get why they hate Russia now, but why did they always hate Russia before? So uh, we're going to finish off with Womp, Womp, Womp. Uh, womp, Amber, womp. Amber Heard to sell expensive gift from Elon Musk to pay Johnny Depp after trial. Um, what would that gift be, you say? Amber Heard will have to sell a gift she once received from Elon Musk to pay Johnny Depp after she lost their defamation trial. Heard used to be in a relationship with the founder of Tesla and SpaceX. This means she has received many gifts from him. According uh, to Marka, is it Marsa or Marka? I can never remember. One of the gifts was a Tesla Model X car. This electric car uh, can go however many long in a single charge and has uh, 1,200 uh, horsepower. And then just down here says, there have been some controversies as to whether she bought the car herself hmm. or if it was a gift from Musk. The car is fully equipped and is worth around $130,000. Well, that ain't going to put much of a dent in like right. the 10.3, <laughs> well, it's like 8 point something million she owes him now. Yeah. So she's going to have Unless to sell. Unless they waive it. Yes. Is likely. Still a possibility. Yeah. yeah. If Depp doesn't want to come off like he's... Um, Looking for just blood. Yeah. Because he got his he got his wish. He's got a, he just started filming a new movie or he's just on his way to film right. his first movie since the trial, like right now. So that's, that's where things are going. Uh, I, I just, uh, I, I like the idea that Musk, like, doesn't give her, like, gifts that he buys. He just, like, takes one off the line. It's and, all like, on the company car. Yeah. <laughs> he, he's literally just wrote it off as a tax just write-off. Like, car. he's, like, uh, he gave her a car right off the line. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, Shane, thank you so much. Dude, thank you guys. I'm glad I was here for you to, uh, shame me on YouTube Live. No, oh, really? I, I feel like I was set up. Mary... Is I think she set this whole thing up. No, I think the bots are actually following you guys now. Did I'm, I I'm pay for bots <laughs> to get us over thirty? Actually, after I said the it, same I, ones I felt that, kind of bad. That Amber, the same ones that Amber Heard used. Brett, don't feel don't bad. feel bad. I felt, I felt bad. Oh my god! No, 
I'm proud of you guys. I, I felt bad after I said you're it. You're both pretending to be the bigger person, and I'm just like an evil genius over here. No, I, She's I hiding felt a like, knife behind her back. I, I'm wondering if, like, mm -hmm. when we're done, I'm gonna yell that. Like, if Dane's like, I didn't mean for you to say that. I, I don't oh, think he meant for me. No way. I'm I'm super happy for you. No, guys. that's why he texted you. So. So uh, let everyone know where they can find you because you guys are about to have a big day tomorrow. We are going to release our first episode, finally. Uh, episode one of Ghosts of the Civil War. And uh, that'll be on YouTube. Tales from the Inverted World. And we're on Spotify and Apple and, I don't know, Pandora. Yeah. Do we use that? Uh, we use also like Amazon Music, yeah. Apple Podcasts. Uh, and I'll just be at some street corner screaming it at the street, uh, reading from my script. And uh, and then we'll have an episode every week, and then the book will be out sometime next month. Okay, so, that was what I was gonna ask. So yeah. so one episode per week, and then the book yep. comes out at the end of. No, unlike last time, the book's gonna come out like halfway through this. Oh, so that's if, awesome. if people want to finish it quicker, you'll be able to read it on Kindle and ha or have a paperback. So I'm pretty stoked on that. Dude, Looking at the uh, cover art earlier that Jessica Boone has done for us, uh, she's a genius. I'm pretty stoked on that, and uh, yeah. You've worked very hard on this. Like you guys have been yeah. hard at work since the like that's it's not like uh we come out here every day and we kind of just do the thing like per day. You've been like slogging the whole time <laughs> to been, to like all to make this one thing happen. Yeah. And that's a big deal. Yeah, since October I've been flying to a one town in, in Georgia and spending a lot of time there and coming back here and hiding in my at my desk and only coming stuff. out to help me literally do the show. Yeah. I, I came <laughs> Thank you. either to raise my children or do pop culture crisis, raise which I love these doing children. <laughs> Brett and Mary. <laughs> he's, 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 uh, he's, uh, he's, he's bringing us into yes. adulthood. They call me father crisis. That, that, is, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that is your new name. We are calling you that from now on. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Uh, let uh, give everyone links and social media. Yeah. So yes, tales from the inverted world everywhere online. Uh, well, Twitter, it's at inverted tales and, uh, and Shane Cashman everywhere that there's a social media hell zone with bots and Mary. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. Congratulations congratulation to you guys. Thank you. See, Mary. We're civil, Mary. How are you going to handle it, though? Handle what? Yeah, I thought you were going to be mean or not. Are you going to be mean? Mean? Mean. Oh, I, I was mean him or being so civil. I know. I was waiting here hoping oh, for her no, to throw I, some darts. I think we totally deserve this, and I'm going to shill for <laughs> pop culture go. tonight <laughs> even <laughs> harder. On IRL. Go to IRL and see me there tonight, guys. I'm sure a lot of you... Uh, or like also subscribers there. So what? What's IRL? Later. I don't know what IRL is. Never, <laughs> never heard of it. There was just one more super chat there. Uh, let me see. Bad app. Bad app said you. I'd <laughs> paying Elon for a Tesla and some solar panels too. Hey, you know, gotta do what you gotta do in in this economy. That's the hustle. Mm. In in this economy, mm -hmm. you got to. Mary, let everyone know where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Instagram or WeChat at Closer Kitty. And also, whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. And you'll be on IRL tonight. And I'm going to be on IRL whoop tonight. Whoop. Perfect. Guys, you can follow me on Instagram, at Brett Dasovic, for the show, Pop Culture Crisis, right here on YouTube, Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. We are also on social media. We are on Twitter, at Pop Culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok, at Pop Culture Crisis, and on Instagram, at Pop Culture Crisis Pod. And we got one more super chat from per 2 x who says, Mary, for the next vlog, name your bears. Name the bears. Mm. Uh, well, Mr. Fluffykins already has a name. He's like, you can see him up there. He's, he's looking at you right now. Down I can name the all of the rest of them. There you go. I really liked watching Brett speak to the bears. <laughs> Alone. Oh, yeah. I think he did a fantastic job, even <laughs> though it was 
kind of uh, reluctant participation in the vlog. <laughs> I thought it was great. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I, you do what you got to do, okay? Yeah, yeah. yeah, like if I have to host a fake podcast with uh, like my own version of like an imaginary tea party, then it's I what think we people do. would tune into it. <laughs> I really do. Uh, bonus segment on the website yeah. one day. All right, guys. I think I listed all the social medias, and we will be back with another episode on what is today? Thursday? Tomorrow. We'll see you wow. then, guys. Yes. Bye. Peace. Bye. Bye.